On today's episode, Benny, Dr. Nick, and I discuss how funeral videos can affect and be perceived on social media. Stay tuned! Let's talk about death, baby! Let's talk about grief and mourning! Is it argumental or existential? What's it mean to me? Let's talk about death! Hi, I'm Benny Capal, and I'm a funeral professional. And I'm Nicholas Capal, psychologist. Hey, Nick, let's talk about death. Let's do it. Capali, welcome back. We got Kapali back. We are going to talk about something that is near and dear to Kapali. We're going to talk about social media and like funeral directors and death professionals talking about death or, or kind of going through a, a day or, or doing silly videos and what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. If we have thoughts or concerns, let's talk about social media. So Kapali, kind of give the listeners kind of what we're talking about if they haven't experienced this. Go ahead. Well, I, th- I think there's a plenty, of, a plethora of different types of social media platforms that you can utilize for um, for this. Um, TikTok, um, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and where it gets really, really tricky is, um, you know, funeral videos or well, funeral profession is synonymous with respect, right? It's it's, it's um, something that you want to be very, very careful that you're not being um, goof, too goofy and you don't want to hurt or offend anybody's feelings. So when you're thinking about doing anything social media wise with funeral videos, you know, how, how do you do it? So it's not problematic. We're talking about a gray line, right? A very thin gray area where we, where it is appropriate, where it's not appropriate, right? That's what we're talking about. So my question for you two, maybe we'll start with Benny on this. Where do you think that line is? Well, first of all, is a thin gray line when you're doing the graphite pencils, is that a one? Is that a one? That's a number two. Is it or that does is it go backwards? Does it go backwards or forward? I don't remember. Anyways, beside the point, that's all I could think about when you said a very thin gray line. Um, you know, I, I think this is a tough thing for me. I think as a funeral professional myself, I think it's wonderful that people are talking about it. Um, I actually have some colleagues that have put some videos out, especially when they're like happy, you know, like they're in the they're in the hearse and they're driving, they don't have anybody in the car. But they're driving their hearse and they're listening to, you know, I got sunshine, you know, like, and they're like, to all of our professionals out there, have a great day. You know, like, I think that's wonderful. I think that's awesome. I think yet again, it goes back to humanizing that we also are humans. We, we also need to pick ourselves up. Pick it up, 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 up. Um, but, you know, at the same time, too, I think my problem is false information. I think that's where it gets tricky for me. And what I mean by that is... It's it's hard for people to understand that like different states have different rules. So if a funeral professional, which by the way, we are looked at by our communities as the leaders in this. Like we are we are the people that you know are gonna ask us questions. And so if we say something that's wrong, nine out of ten people are gonna think that's exactly what is the is the law or what people do or what's real. So I think the problem is, is when some funeral professionals get on without specifying like, oh, I'm doing this, but realize I'm in Minnesota. I think the problem is, is for most people, this is a very, this may be their only, you know, because realize people are TikTok, they're scrolling, right? They don't know that the next person's going to be a funeral director talking about like lifting a cot or opening a, uh, a retort, which is what uh, cremations is the actual like 
thing that the, the, the cremation exists in. So like if, if you've had a very bad experience with cremation or weren't prepared for that, that's the tricky part. Now, is that that funeral director's fault for doing that? No, but I think that's the problem with the social media platform, especially TikToks, when you're just kind of flicking, right? You're just you're flicking and flicking and flicking. You just lost the love of your life and maybe even you even thought about cremation and now you see a retort and they're, they're, they're talking about like the degrees and, and, and all that. And that could be very, I could see it the opposite way too. I see everybody's getting closer to the mic here. I can see the opposite. Well, isn't that what we're talking about, right? Is educating the public. Absolutely. But I think that's the problem with social media is no matter what you do, it could be taken wrong one way or another. So it's kind of like the Wikipedia issue, right? Is that anybody can say whatever they want and it's not really, you know, it's not really structured or policed, if you will. So we could have some some funeral directors or um, death care workers that are saying things that may or may not be appropriate. Right. It, it could be the opposite, too. It could be people that had a bad experience with a funeral director and are basically telling the world that all funeral directors are the same. So yet again, when it comes to death, people don't want to talk about it. So the little that they do, they think everything is 100 percent. Oh, that's what it is. That's a fact. That's a factoid. You know, instead of no, this specific funeral director and funeral home in this specific area was bad. Not everybody in the whole society. Because now, now too, which I think is absolutely wonderful, is everybody can be experts. I'm putting up the bunny quotes right now on everything. So even if they aren't licensed, they're talking as they are a licensed individual, or they're saying things that um, would never happen in the actual realm of a funeral home, but because they read two or three books, now they're the expert on it. I think it's just, you got to be careful what you're spewing really right yeah, what's but, coming out of your mouth well that's an interesting topic because isn't there some states where you don't need a degree to be a uh licensed funeral that's very very true so you got to say in that state hey in our state we don't even have it's the wild wild west down here Woohoo! and there's like there's like the high noon people are coming out of saloons it, it's it's the wild wild west out there well um, i don't mean to cut you short but let's 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 hear what kapali has to say about this so I actually saw a video on TikTok the other day, and um, it made me very, very happy. It was a family that I think they had lost their father, and their father had taught all of them how to do the electric slide. So at the funeral, they all did the electric slide, and I'm sure that there would be people offended by that. I thought it was beautiful. I think if you're sharing, supporting, and celebrating somebody's life, that's completely appropriate. Right. That that's that's something amazing that this this person had brought into the family and they wanted to kind of honor and tribute it. So, again, you could say, well, you know, maybe TikTok wasn't the right place to do that. But that might give somebody another, you know, other people ideas to, hey, at, you know, at my funeral, I want this or at this person's funeral. It'd be cool if we did this again. I think at the end of the day, if 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 it's appropriate and it makes sense. I don't see where there's a problem there. I also like that, you know, Benny kept mentioning too, you do have to be specific about the state. You have to be specific about the laws and the rules because something that works and vibes in Michigan may not in California or may not in Texas. So you do got to be careful, do your research and ask questions. Well, I think another thing too that gets brought up on social media a lot is like the different ways you can, um, you can use disposition, right? The how to how to actually dispose of the body. I, I don't mean that in a crude way. That's the, the the terminology. So like cremation versus burial. 
you know, now we're talking aquamation or you're talking uh, terramation, which is mulching of the body. Some states don't allow that. So if you're up, if you're on your, your soapbox and you're propaganding one or two of these ways, and maybe in that state, that could cause some extra grief to that family member or that individual that they find out later that it's not, you know, it's not allowed in their state. Um, these are just all things to think about. You know, Kapali, you brought up the, you know, electric slide at a funeral. I know of some families that would be like, well, funerals aren't here to entertain. They're here to um, mourn the lost one, right? Some people say celebration. Some people believe in the morning. Um, so I think at the end of the day, for me, it goes back to what we've always said. Whatever the family wants is what I want to do because that's what they need to get through their grieving journey. The problem is, is no matter what you do, somebody out there will be offended or could be offended by it. I understand that. And I think that's the biggest problem too. Like you're flicking through these things. You don't like it, flick away. Like you don't have to, you don't have to do the electric slide at your funeral. Nobody's t making you do the electric slide at your funeral. Um, and you're, you are f free in America to have your own thoughts and your own. That's the beauty of America is, is that we do have our own opinions and we're allowed to in this, in this uh, amazing nation. But at the same time, too, like for some people, it is a is it's triggering. So um, is it is it the person's fault who's making the video? No, but I also think like there's a problem with people that are trying to talk about death and they're trying to do new things, Kapali, and they're trying to go out there and do electric slides. And then in the comments, they're getting bombarded by people, too, because that's the other thing we haven't talked about. There are people called trolls specifically out there just to cause havoc right M make people get in arguments and all that and that's that's counterintuitive too if you're in this like barrage battle while you're trying to do the electric slide at a funeral right you're trying to uh pep up the pep up the 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 the, the morose in in the situation and now like you're getting attacked by somebody so that's another kind of thing D doc what's your thoughts on like all like the social media platforms and professional in your, how about, how about grief professionals talking about this? Well, you know, I, I, I was sitting back and I was thinking about commercials, right? There's certain um, industries or professions where they can be silly. They can be goofy. You know, I, the, I live in Michigan and always driving up 23. There's this um, car salesman from, and I don't, I don't remember what, what city is from, but he always has these silly billboards right um about you know like taking out the competition or whatever you know like that kind of stuff but anyway so like but like the, what we work in we have to be very cautious of how we advertise i guess right and how we talk and how we educate because it is a in itself death right brings about negative feelings for most people it's either anxiety driven or sad or anger or, you know, we can go through all the <laughs> five stages. Here we go again. Kubler-Ross Kubler -Ross. gets brought up every episode. Yeah. But, but, but again, like I think what it comes down to, and I think you nailed this, is that no matter what you do, there is always going to be someone that doesn't like it or doesn't appreciate it. You know, the newer generation, me being outside of the funeral um, profession, I can say, that even going to some of the um, conventions that I've I've been fortunate enough to to attend with my my brothers, there is definitely still the old way or the old guard still in place, and 
I think there is tradition is should be valued. I think there's there is beautiful things that came out of the the old ways, if we will. With that being said, I think the newer generation is trying to maybe push the limit a little bit and try to push it to the limit. Take it to the limit. Um, but but again, this is where there's always going to be that pushback, right? Is is that you got to be careful when you say certain things because some people will get offended. But what the problem becomes is that if we don't say anything, then the problem with society not being educated and not knowing what's going on and what actually funeral professionals do, it's going to continue. And I think that's where it gets, you know, TikTok and Instagram and uh, Facebook, all these outlets that people are using, especially uh, in the death industry or death professional. Um, I think that it's at least opening it up to conversation, which I think is important. But I think you got to be, again, courteous, right? Courteous, compassionate, that there is certain people that see what you two do as a calling. I, and I get it. I get it. And and there's there's part of me that is, you know, a, a fourth generation funeral director where there are certain things like installed down, you know, passed on from from father to son. Like taboo, right? But there's also part of me that this is kind of the punk rocker in me that's like, do we need to stir the pot a little bit to get the conversation A rolling? And then B, because there's other countries and there's other nationalities that look at death completely different with a, in my opinion, my opinion, Doc, not, not necessarily everybody who's listening, a way healthier version of celebrating somebody's life through funeral visitation, whatever you want to call it, memorial gatherings, et cetera, et cetera. And I think part of the problem of people not doing videos of them dancing before they go into work afraid of that takes away the humanism of what we do right so now we're being bullied not to be humans a little bit and i don't think that's right well and plus uh per a conversation you and i had the other night there's a difference of again if you have a funeral professional that's in an empty chapel and maybe they you know are cleaning up after the night's done nobody is there they're alone maybe they're listening to music and having some fun versus like during a service obviously that would be disrespectful and that wouldn't be cool for them to just bust a move in front of grieving people if they weren't comfortable and, and privy to that but like you were saying earlier like you're in a hearse by yourself and you're doing something again as long as it's you know celebrating supporting sharing and it's not disrespectful where is the issue there and I, i'm not saying that there's not I'm, that's the question i'm well, asking and, and as i say this i realize like Obviously, do not drive in TikTok. But my 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 thought is 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 the whole idea of you want to celebrate what you do too. We're happy to be funeral directors. It's not always the sad morose, right? We're trying to tell you guys all out there that we're humans. We have laughter. It's part of our. It's it's installed in our bones. And it's like, why wouldn't we want to share that, right? Um, because the other because the opposite is what. You know, telling the 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 kids that are going up, growing up and be like, hey, I kind of want to be a funeral director, and all they see is like, you can't do this, you can't be this person, you can't do this, you can, but it has to be all behind closed doors. Like, no, that shouldn't be that. You should be an individual in, as a funeral professional. Somebody who has fun doing something should not be, um, 
you know, chastised basically because they did, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a very, it's a very tough. You said it's a very, it's a very light gray line. Well, disclaimer, right? This is, you're, you're listening to three people that have been born, bred and raised around death and funeral professionals. Right. So, and we're young, right? So disclaimer that we are a little bit subject bias, a little bit bias, bias, probably. But I, I do think that one thing that I would really, and this is the reason why we're doing this podcast, right? Is is to, you know, let's just talk about it, right? Maybe, and I'm really actually, you know, going back to what we say at the end of every episode, like, I'm really interested to hear what you listeners think about this. Where is the great, where is the, the inappropriate versus the appropriate? Where is the compassionate, courteous, uh, respectful funeral director versus the childish uh, goofball? Right, I guess is what we're, we're what we're really asking. Well, I think something that people don't realize it's kind of helped with the TikTok thing. Kind of like when um, what was that? What was that? Uh, 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 the Big Bang Theory came out. Like, like there were so many more people who wanted to be scientists. Right, there was a huge flock to biochemistry and all that. I'm finding that people are more interested in being funeral directors because there's more knowledge now than there ever was about what we actually do. What was it like what like the show the the Rook Snyder or whatever where like chess came back? Like oh, uh, the the Queen's Gambit, the Queen's Gambit, the where Queen's everybody Gambit. was like, what? "Great show, <laughs> the Rook's Knight." That that's 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 Doc's new the band, Rook's the Rook's Knight. Knight. But you know, you get Rook what I'm Knight. saying? Like, I I think it does, right? And I, again, it spurs the what conversation, right? We're talking about it, which is so, 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 so important. Well, Doc, after all that Rook Knight conversation, I think it's time in, uh, for some cues and some A. All right, all right. I just love those cues. Hey, Q and A. All right, Benny and uh, Capali, here we go. Question of the night. Death of relationships. Hello, my name is Ray. I just found your podcast and I have a severe fear of dying. This is why I'm trying to learn more and not hide away from death. One thing I struggle with isn't necessarily death, but it's kind of close. How do you grieve the death of a relationship you had with someone? Say a 10-year friendship just suddenly going to no contact. Or in my case, an abusive stepmother who has ruined my relationship with my father and siblings. I haven't talked to them in years. How do you grieve the loss of someone who is still alive? I hope you can answer my question. I'm sorry if it is too off-topic. It is definitely not off topic. I think, Doc, you and I have talked about this a lot, that grief it has many faces. And it's and it's funny because everybody just associates it with death, but it has to do with everything, right? I mean, if you look at the existential crisis in all of us with losing jobs, losing relationships to divorce, you know, she brought up a, brought up a stepmother, right? Um, I think, Ray, this is an awesome question. And, and to be honest, a little bit of that is anticipatory grief, right? Is the idea that you are are already grieving that relationship, but you're still grieving. You're still going through it, right? You're still, 
you're still uh, thinking about it, which means that you haven't gone through it completely. Um, and, I, and I think that's a very interesting thought. Um, it is definitely not off topic. It's, if anything, it's really just nailed it. Bullseye. Um, 50 points. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, to me, I think sometimes you got to really look what's important to you. Is it important to you to try to mend that fence? Maybe. Maybe it's important to you to forgive that individual. Maybe it's not. Um, I think this is a very self-seeking situation. What do you, what do you think, Doc, on this one? I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pass the mic to my brother Capali. I think he's got some thoughts. He just backed away from the mic very quickly. Was not prepared for Doc to send off the. There he goes. He's okay, well, one thing real quick. I will say uh, a ten-year friendship that goes no contact or, or suddenly goes uh, no contact. I guess in that situation, if you think there's still the potential of something there, you could always try to reconnect. You could always try to reach out. Um, again, I don't. I don't have the basis for why this, you know, went cold. But it, it never hurts to try to reach out. I mean, if it's bothering you enough to where you're asking us, it might be worth just giving it a shot. Um, it could be getting together for a cup of coffee or going to the bowling alley and throwing a few games. Whatever it would take to try to maybe get that conversation started, that could help. And if it doesn't, I mean, at least you gave it a you gave it a shot. You gave it a try. Um, I mean, that's really, I would think that would, I, if I put myself in that situation, that that's what I would try to do is at least give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, you did what you could. Patient, empathy, curiosity. Those are the three things that came up to me when I was listening or, you know, reading that. Patience in that, I think you need to take some time, sit with it, ask yourself, what do I want to do? What do I need to do? Right? Maybe journal about it take some long walks, meditate on it, do what you need to get clear headed and ask yourself, what is important in this discussion? Is it uh, mending that relationship or accepting acceptance, right? Accepting that maybe that relationship needs to, needs to go. Maybe it needs to die in a way. Um, I always uh, tell my clients that it's really important to surround yourself with healthy, healthy people, right? Healthy people stem healthy you, right? Because they're going to be there to be productive. They're going to help build you, build your self-esteem, not shoot you down. Curiosity comes to the point where I, where I think you really need to ask yourself, what am I really asking here? Am I asking how to accept the fact that I've lost relationships, not only with this, you know, this wicked stepmother, but the relationship, because it sounds like you, you lost the relationship with your father. Maybe that's where the pain is really coming from. It has nothing to do with, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with the wicked stepmother. It's the idea that you lost your relationship with your father. And knowing that uh, someone outside of your both your realms, right, came in and destroyed that. It's never too late. You can always send a letter. You can, there's a lot of ways with technology now. You don't necessarily have to go in person. Um, but what I would also do is maybe maybe one thing that could really help be helpful for you, um, write a letter. You don't necessarily have to uh, ship it out. Um, 
but it's really good to get your feelings, your thoughts out of your head. Because if we leave them in there, they tend to stem and fester and lead to anxiety and depression. Take some time. Take care of yourself. Think about it patiently, compassionately. You have feelings. You're allowed to feel. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be sad. We can't control our feelings. This is my thought. Um, We can't control our feelings. We can control our behaviors. So one of the other things I tell people all the time, don't do anything when you're really angry. Because normally anger does not stem appropriateness, nor are you actually getting your point across. We're just throwing daggers. Get yourself in a very healthy, uh, good place, calm place. Think of what you want to do and then act. That would be my my thought process. Wow, I got I got goose pimples there. Goose pimpies. That was really good, Doc. That was I'm I'm proud of you for that one. That was good. That was really good. Um yet again, thank you all for for listening. Um send us more of these questions. That would I mean, if you want Doc to 10 out of 10 it again. Send us your questions, send it to let's talk about death pod at gmail.com. Like us, subscribe, send us out there. Star, star, stars. Set us out to those social media platforms. Say, check it out. And we have our own. Check us TikToks and Instagrams and Facebooks. You'll find us. Oh, you'll find us. And like always, if you're not talking about death, you ain't living. Thank you.